Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another bite-sized episode of the Inspired Table Podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and there is much to chat about today. There is a lot happening this week, energetically and astrologically, and I'm going to pick it all apart for you. I'm going to try and explain it in the simplest way I know how and give you some really useful information to help navigate this time. So we're just going to jump straight into it. First of all, we are heading into another period of Mercury retrograde. Eek! I hear you all say, don't freak out. It's actually going to be a O. Okay, for those of you that don't know a lot about what Mercury retrograde is, it happens three times a year and it's laced in a bunch of fear and quite a bit of dread. And I'm going to be bold and say a bunch of our excuses, but it's actually not that scary at all. And I think that a lot of people kind of get swept up in the social media storm that is another Mercury retrograde. So what I want to do is I want to give you some facts about what it is and what it means and how you can best harness that energy. So when a planet is in retrograde, it's actually moving super fast past the earth, which gives the illusion of it moving backwards, but it's not actually moving backwards. It's this gale force lightning speed gust from Mercury's orbit past the earth that sends earth into such a tailspin. And that's why the energy can feel so kind of forced. But from an astrological and energetic point of view, what it actually means is that it's dormant. So the functioning and governing areas of life that we need Mercury to impact kind of go into meltdown because it's not doing its job. So let me just give you some context for that. So according to astrologists, every planet in our system rules certain areas of our life. So Um, what's a really easy one? Venus, for example, rules our love and relationships and Mars rules our self-will and our courage. Mercury rules our transmission of information, communication, travel, and technology. So what can happen when Mercury is retrograde or dormant is that it starts to affect... um, communication and tech and we run pretty much our entire lives through some sort of electronic device so over the next few weeks it's a three-week period from March 5 to March 28 you might might it's a caveat not a definite you might experience um, things like you know emails sitting in outboxes texts not making it to their desired destinations computers crashing, iPhones not updating. Um, what's something that happened to me? Like, oh, last Mercury retrograde, like my Google calendar didn't update properly and it like messed up some of my um, 
coaching calls. So just little things like that to keep an eye on. Um, Mercury also rules important documents like contracts, agreements, um, like test papers, exams, essays, manuscripts. So just make sure you're pressing save all the time. If you have to sign a contract, it's totally fine to do it. Just make sure that you're reading it very carefully before signing it. And if you need to sit an important exam, um, just make sure you're reading through every question super meticulously. So it's really not about avoiding the things that Mercury will affect. I'm using inverted commas. You can't see me. Um, It's just being extra meticulous and careful when communicating and dealing with technology. Um, Mercury retrograde can also be a time when old lessons resurface. So this is an interesting one and this happens to me every Mercury retrograde and I'm very thankful and grateful in hindsight. Um, So sometimes the stuff you thought you'd learnt and were done with can come back around just one more time just to check you've learned it like real good (laughs) and in the same vein people from the past will often show up again and I always say to people you know and I do this for myself as well like watch out that you're not one of those people because another little minxy trait of mercury is that you might seek stuff that or people that you've already covered ground on yeah so You might be like, oh, I wonder what that ex of mine is up to. Maybe I'll just give them a call. Just watch that. All right. So you don't need to go over um, old ground. But what Mercury retrograde is not about is avoiding things. So like I said, I don't want you to avoid the contracts. I don't want you to avoid the exams or technology or travel. Like you can absolutely hop on a plane during Mercury retrograde. Um, But to survive it, you just need to be meticulous and conscious of what you're doing. And you know what? There's actually a bunch of really positives that you can take away from this time period. The first thing is that our intuition is actually like really heightened during a Mercury retrograde. Um, So what I want you to do during the next three weeks is really trust your internal voice and your inner knowing before you seek um, validation externally. And remember any kind of validation that you're seeking externally, if it's going to be through social media or it's going to be through um, communicating with another person, there's risk of miscommunication. So your best asset right now is your own intuition. Another thing that Mercury Retrograde encourages or actually forces us to do is to slow down. So everything knocks down a few notches during this phase, which can be frustrating when you're trying to do things. So instead, just enjoy the slower pace and and use it to your advantage because, you know, and I'll get to it in a minute when I talk about the new moon. This is the last of this astrological year. We're actually about to move into a new astrological year. So Take this time to enjoy the slower pace of the wrapping up of this year. And you can do, do, do in April, okay, when we're back into a fiery Aries new moon. Okay, practice makes perfect, absolutely. But sometimes patience makes perfect. And I am probably the most impatient person you will ever meet. 
So I know that this advice is very warranted, if not just for myself, but you're going to need to be patient while Mercury is doing her thing. And trust that the waiting game is the perfect game to be playing right now. And this goes for manifestation too. I had a group coaching call with my girls last night talking about patience. And sometimes when we're trying to manifest, we feel that manifestation should be an instantaneous thing. And sometimes it's not. It's about releasing attachment and having some patience. So you really get to practice this during this Mercury retrograde. Another really cool thing about Mercury retrograde and old lessons resurfacing is that it gives you an opportunity to try again. So if an opportunity is resurfacing or an old lesson rears its head, make the most of it, you know, and perhaps try a different approach this time. And then the last thing is to be the observer. My favorite tactic during a Mercury retrograde is to take a step back and just watch how it all unfolds. Because when you get caught up in it and the hype on social media and we use it as an excuse for everything and put things off because of it, you kind of become its plaything. So just take a step back and observe the effects of it. Feel into what is going on. And on the subject of feeling... It brings me to the new moon in Pisces. So the new moon in Pisces is taking place on the 7th of March um, in the Southern Hemisphere and the 6th of March in the Northern Hemisphere. And yeah, just like every new moon, it's one of those, it's giving us another chance to step up. Yeah, up level. And I get it. It feels like every new moon, someone, mainly me, says this. And it definitely is about fresh energy and upgrades and clearing the cobwebs and taking grasp of golden opportunities. But the thing is, if you want all of that stuff to happen, you have to play your role in it. So if you feel like you've heard a lot lately, oh, it's an upgrade, it's time to up level and you haven't been doing that. It's not because the energy isn't there to support you. It's because you need to take that step. You need to be part of that transition. So the moon will encourage us and support us and it can amplify our emotions, but we need to make the choices. We need to choose to be in alignment. We need to face our fears and we ultimately need to take action. And the beauty for this particular moon is that it's a water sign. So it's allowing you this beautiful fluid access to your emotional radar. And instead of thinking your way through it, I want you to really feel your way into this new moon. And remember, Mercury is going to make you feel it. It's going to open up your intuition and it's going to give you full access to your feelings and your inner knowing so don't ignore it embrace it and this moon is actually like actually more than the other new moons setting you up for a new chapter it's setting us up for a new astrological year the pisces new moon is the last new moon of this astrological year what the hell does that mean well the cycle of the 12 zodiac signs begins with aries and ends with pisces Therefore, this new moon is the completion of the astrological year. 
And just like many of us reflect in the lead up to December 31, this month is a time to reflect on everything that has occurred, expanded and come to completion since March 2018. What new energy are you welcoming in as we begin the birth of a new cycle? And in what ways can you create a sense of wholeness and completion before moving forward? So the message of Pisces is really to find this sense of peace and harmony. Can you find peace with whatever's manifested for you over this past year? And what lessons can you learn so so that you are able to up-level? Yeah, so part of that taking action is reflecting on the lessons that that are going to allow you to upgrade and expand. And remember, the universe can be a freaking little mink sometimes. So if you haven't learned those lessons, she'll just keep swinging them your way in different shapes and forms until you do. And with Mercury retrograde happening right now, that, my friends, is bound to happen. So keep your eyes open, observe, and get ready to learn the lesson. Yeah. But often the greatest lesson is to stop resisting and choose to surrender instead. And this time is also a really, really golden time to get clear on your personal vibration. And I talk about this nearly every podcast episode now, but it's so important because fine tuning and honing that personal vibration, that authentic you is what's going to carry you through to the next year, the next chapter. But like I said before, you really need to feel into this moon, thinking your way through it is not going to serve you okay so the mantra for the mantra the mantra the mantra for pisces is i dissolve it's about dissolving the self the ego and experiencing a death of sorts in order to obtain a spiritual peace and this access to the spiritual is heightened under a pisces new moon as she's fluid and sensitive she's emotionally charged and again intuitive so with mercury and pisces your intuition is firing so ignoring it is not going to help you you need to listen to it and here's something you need to know about intuition It will lead you exactly where you need to go. So if you feel an intuitive hit about something and it doesn't work out the way you envisaged it would, it doesn't mean your intuition was wrong. No, no, it does not. It it's leading you to an experience you needed to have for the evolution of your soul. And I don't know about you guys, but I find so much comfort in that. So while you're setting intentions under this month's new moon, take some time to reflect on what has come into fruition since March 2018. Taking the time to celebrate your achievements is the most beautiful way to wrap up an astrological year and embark on a new one. And if you don't know about it already, I'm holding an online moon circle tomorrow night that's wednesday march 6 and there are still spots available so it is a lunar nights event as it runs in sydney in person but i'm taking it all online this month so no matter where you are in the world you can join in and we're going to be looking at ways to make the most of both mercury retrograde 
and the Pisces new moon. And I'm going to prepare you to handle this month because it will most likely need to be handled. Emotions will run high. It's the nature of this moon. But your only job is to focus on your emotions and not to engage with other people's emotional struggles or uprisings or turmoil or outbursts. They're shit and your shit, two separate things. Okay, so I'm going to help you with that because it's really important in order to get through this month. Lastly, there's one other thing that's going on up there in the sky. um, And I just want to quickly talk about it. Uranus... Uranus, what do you feel most comfortable hearing? I'm going to say Uranus because it feels more natural to me than saying Uranus. And I am totally okay with saying anus in this podcast. So I hope you're okay with hearing it. Anyway, um, (laughs) I'm not an astrologist, but I've read up on what's going on with this. And I think it's important to talk about um, because I think that this energy is quite big. So I've read enough to be across it and I'm just going to relay that information to you in the simplest way that I understood it. Okay. So, um, much like astrological signs, the planets have their own energies and their own traits. So Uranus is the planet of freedom, individuality, and evolution. Now, Taurus, which is what Uranus is moving into, Taurus is all about safety, security, and stability. So where Uranus seeks change and freedom, Taurus longs for consistency and boundaries. So naturally, this energy is going to feel weird and completely contradictory. So Uranus will remain in Taurus for the next seven years. So it's been in Aries for seven years and now it's moving into Taurus. So it's a whole new energy, but it's something that we're going to have to get used to because it's going to be around for a while. But what that also means is that we have some time to adjust to this energy. And what is this energy? Well, I just want you to be conscious of kind of a push energy this like contradictory tugging of wanting freedom but also seeking stability and security so what might happen is you might at first as this new energy comes in it might have you questioning what feels like freedom to you and what brings you stability and whether or not those two things are ready for or will naturally receive a shake-up under this transition um yeah, that I mean, that's my understanding of what's going on. See if that resonates with you. It might not, as always. Any of the stuff I've said today may or may not resonate with you. I just want to say that um, I was talking to a couple of girlfriends yesterday, um, and we were just talking about the energy of this year. Um, and it's been a really slow start for many people. So if you are feeling that, I don't want you to feel alone. It's felt very if not stuck, a little bit um, like walking through mud. Um, And we decided, (laughs) and again, this is just our conversation, don't let it influence you. But we've decided um, that April and the fiery Aries energy that will be coming through in April is when we're going to feel better. This is the last of the roundup. So March might just feel like a little bit of a... uh, completion ceremony um, the full moon that will happen in the next uh, couple of weeks 
um, will be a really, really good chance to release everything before we step into April and the new astrological year um, and that beautiful Aries energy. So I hope that this cleared up a little bit um, for you around what you could possibly be feeling. But once again, the caveat for all of this stuff is please don't let it influence how you're feeling. You know yourself better than I know you. Um, And if the only thing you do over the next three weeks is listen to your intuition, please do that for me. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you take a screenshot and share it on your Insta stories to let everybody else know that they can listen to it too. If you found it helpful, please let me know what you found helpful about it. Um, That helps me get more juicy info out to you if I know what's resonating. Again, if you're interested in taking part in the online Lunar Nights event, my online moon circle, um, the link to that is in my show notes, or you can head to my website, jordanalevine.com and click on the Lunar Nights tab at the top of the homepage, and that'll take you through to buy tickets for that event. I hope to see you in there. I'm really excited. We've got people joining from all over the world. There's going to be lots of amazing high vibes taking place via Zoom. So it's going to be pretty magical. Until next time, I'm Jordana Levine, wishing you an inspirational week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.